Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the movie Lockdown on HBO Max. So, quick note, we are going into spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to kind of, like, not have it spoiled for you, go watch the movie, then come back and watch our, our segment. But um, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. So, this movie was recommended to me by you, Cheryl. I had no idea what the movie was going to be about other than it was a basically a um quarantine movie i didn't realize it was the quarantine movie at all yeah uh i actually didn't realize that either um i so when i saw the trailer i thought it was uh, gonna be a heist movie um i thought it was gonna be kind of is yeah it kind of is but it it also really isn't (laughs) (laughs) um and i i thought it was gonna have the kind of like relationship that um that's very similar to mr and mrs smith with angelina and uh jolie and brad pitt uh but it didn't um, there's definitely a Mr. and Mrs. relationship, but it's definitely not the same. Um, and I guess, like, it was basically a character film. Like, it really was entirely yeah. a character film taking place in current times, because, like you said, it's actually, um, taking place during the COVID pandemic and because of that I had a huge problem with the number of people not wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) No! No! Exactly! I'm watching this movie and they're indoors and they're walking by people and I'm like, yo, bruh, you need a you need a mask. You need a mask. All you people are like, you know, you you guys are stopping and you're putting on your mask. But then, all of a sudden, when you get around other people who you don't know, you're all of a sudden you taking your off. mask off again. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how this works. This is fiction. I can't <laughs> deal with this movie. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, maybe it was, like, taking place at the very, very beginning of the pandemic when, like, pe- like wearing a mask wasn't really quite a thing yet and, like... You know, um, like now it's normal. Now it's like whenever you see someone outside and they're not wearing a mask, then it's like, whoa, that person is weird. But I remember like at the beginning of the pandemic, it was still like people just weren't outside. And if they were outside, they didn't necessarily have masks. Remember, there's a mask shortage, too. So So maybe, maybe it was like towards the beginning, beginning, because, you know, no one's in the street and stuff. But I do think it was near the beginning because they talk about being on um, in quarantine for two weeks, two weeks as if it's as if it's a new thing. And I remember when we first heard that we were going to be in quarantine, we all thought that it wasn't going to last that long. And that's how it seems like these people feel. So I think that as far as the timeline of the movie is concerned, it's supposed to be taking place in the beginning of the whole like pandemic scenario. Um, it just really surprised me to see that it, like one, I was like, wow, they they made a whole pandemic movie during the pandemic. And for me, that felt a little odd because we're still in it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there can't really be any real ending to this film, right? Because 
right now we're 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 still living it. We haven't seen the ending in real life. So that that set me a little bit on like a kind of I guess like on the wrong footing when it came to the movie at at first. I don't know. Did that was that a problem for you at all? Uh, not really. I think I was just kind of more questioning why they decided to choose to have the movie take place during quarantine. And I thought maybe it's because we are still in it that it gives them the opportunity to have a smaller cast and uh, or have a cast that is normal sized but have more of them quarantined away from each other so they can just have like a zoom video like they did a lot so i thought that that part partially was an excuse but then it also you know going back to knowing now that it's a character film kind of makes sense because it puts them somewhat in a box to explore this relationship and this dynamic that they have between themselves and the journey that they take into like rekindling the relationship yeah it's a i mean it's a bottle film um kind of because most of the time when you have a bottle film or a bottle episode of a television show it only takes place in one place and it doesn't like it doesn't go it doesn't move from there but um this film they actually do leave um they actually do leave the place that they're um that they're staying at the thing that gets me is that they actually do when they go on the heist that's when it feels like a bigger movie though because there's a like there's a lot more people the security guards there's extras and stuff like that and that's what when the movie kind of changed as far as like being just um only with these it stopped it stopped feeling like it was such a small film at that point for me yeah uh i definitely think it was it it just really bothered me especially knowing that we're still in a pandemic and they had all those people on set <laughs> with no mask on. I'm sure everyone had to get tested and stuff, but like we're also we're still in a pandemic. But props <laughs> to them for making the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's great that I mean, sort of great that you know they're they're actually getting work out there and creating new content uh, content, which a lot of people are very hungry for. So that's pretty cool. I just. I'm counting on them to have done it safely, as safely as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these movies are definitely trying to do their best. We all know what, what's been happening with, like, Mission Impossible and that whole blow-up with Tom Cruise and stuff. So, um, movie, it sounds like movies are trying to take it seriously and do the, the best that they can. Um, one thing, so, not knowing anything about the movie, and I didn't even watch a trailer, I, I wasn't sure if what I was going to be watching was going to be, like, a... Uh, a hardcore drama or not so i was very surprised to find out that it was a comedy and like 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 the comedy in this movie actually worked for me like i found it i i found myself legit laughing at um at various scenes like i think the first one that i remember laughing at was when um anne hathaway's character was talking to um the woman on on skype and then the woman talks about how they had a relationship with each other at one point and then says i love you before she gets off the phone and then Hathaway was like wait wait what now and then it just cuts off and i was like okay this is a comedy i see i see what the humor is yeah it's it's a dramedy i would say and those are yeah, those dramedy. are pretty yeah i like those because 
it, it allows us to have the the drama that we like to see but keep it light enough so that we can keep watching it without like like feeling crappy <laughs> about life <laughs> I mean, it's even because like those movies also try to make they yeah they make the drama funny when she has to fire the group of people, um and in for the Zoom call starts and the guy's like oh look I have a tie she's like oh no you have a tie and then you see the other guy sitting there and his kids running around and she's like oh oh oh, oh no and then she's talking to the other woman and the woman's like oh I'm in Sweden and she's like wait. Sweden. Wait, what? Um, okay. And then she feels a little awkward and you're like, okay, what's about to happen? And then you realize that she's firing everybody and it's like, oh no, <laughs> this is so bad for you. That I'm really so sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I really liked her character and I liked how they developed her as someone who just kind of hates her job and is really ready to just stick it to the man because of, you know, because of she's become something that she hates. So like her character and her character arc, I thought, was very interesting. And by the point that the the diamond plot uh, started to develop in the movie, about like I guess want to say like maybe a little bit more than halfway in, that's when I found myself actually getting more invested into the movie. Whereas before, I kind of was just like, okay, we're here. These characters are cool. Um, like Chultil Edgeforce character is weird, but you know it is what it is. Ben Stiller's in the movie. Awesome. <laughs> well, I was like. I thought it was a heist movie, but it wasn't. And then, like halfway through the movie, I was like, "When is when are they gonna do the heist?" <laughs> and then, like then then we find out that it, it's kind of like a anti heist movie because <laughs> trying to prevent a heist, but then they actually then they turn it into a heist at the last minute. <laughs> I guess that's true. I didn't realize that because it, yeah, I guess technically because it's going to a to a drug lord or whatever, mm -hmm. um, or a warlord. So there, that's the thing. That, that's the whole reason that they even do it in the first place. So I guess it is kind of. I never thought about it like that. Like that is an anti heist movie. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I guess like I, I there were some things that I liked, uh, even though it wasn't what I thought it was. I think I, mm -hmm. I kind of like once I started to get get the idea like okay this is gonna be a character film i just kind <laughs> of like accepted it was just waiting for for it to get interesting i guess but it yeah not to say that it wasn't interesting it just wasn't what i expected but i did appreciate the the little things that the little things but uh, I, I thought that it kind of hit home a little bit with all the Zoom meetings because it's very real to you know what a lot of people have to do these like you know for this whole past year, and I thought it was really funny how she was getting all dressed up and everything. She had like full makeup, her hair was really nice and everything, but she had pajamas on her bum. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i guilty <laughs> for yep. doing that for meetings for my office and stuff so it's just it just felt relatable because it's not just it's not just those things but it's also just the di like the dynamic that you have with the people that you live with and it's not just the people that you live with it's the people that you have in your life so right um, 
Yeah, no, I thought that that was like I I thought it was a nice little touch that they didn't have to do that, but they that they did do, which was making it so that the audio um, on the zooms would cut out because you know this is a professional movie, so they could have had clean audio if they wanted to, but they made sure that they re replicated that feeling of being on a zoom call where the audio cuts out or it feels like echoey or the video freezes or even the moments where you're saying something. And but what you're saying can't be heard. So the other but so the other person keeps talking. So then you end up talking over each other. So those are all like nice little moments that allowed it to feel a little bit real. And in that way, it's one of those things of like, hey, we're on we're in on the joke because we've all had to do that ourselves. So we know what the, exactly what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, as far as the relationship, I think that is very relatable for a lot of couples out there who have to experience that not just like you know outside of the pandemic because people go through stuff like that when it's not mm -hmm. pandemic time but COVID definitely put a lot of couples in a different type of situation where like you're either apart or you're together and you're having trouble being together all the time because everyone needs space so. Yeah, I think that if there was two themes that I would attribute to this movie, those two themes were that relationships don't work in lockdown and art is dead because no one knows who Edgar Allan Poe is. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, he's... So that was pretty funny. But then it was... Uh, I forgot who made the point that uh nobody knows who he is because they're in london and he's an american, american. <laughs> and i was like do i know any british writers and then i was like tolkien you, <laughs> you, you, you know you know um you know i i, I think you'd be surprised you oh, you know a jk few. rowling <laughs> yes you know jk rowling as well um yes and oh my gosh now my brain my brain is flubbing but there's there there's a few because you also know the oh my gosh i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna say it in a second but also quick side note did you notice the name of the hedgehog because they named the hedgehog in this movie oh they did is it sonic it is Sonic. Yay! I didn't He's... know they named it, but when I saw him, uh, like the, I think it was the first scene. I was like, "Hey, it's Sonic." Mm -hmm. Right. So no, because like um, the whole thing, like in the credits, is an order of appearance, and so the Hedgehog's the first one on the credits, and it's Sonic. And I was like, "Of course it is." Nice. <laughs> oh, so they don't actually say it; they just named it for the yeah. Device. For the credits. Um, but also, yes, but I was going to say, you also know who uh, Sir Arthur Conan, uh, Conan Doyle is. That's the writer of uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. I mean, I know Sherlock Holmes, but I never <laughs> was like, oh, I know who wrote this. <laughs> Point is that I feel like also you learn about Edgar Allan Poe in school, but that was one of those moments of, okay, this is also, this is the comedy part of things where you kind of have to suspend disbelief to allow yourself to believe that no one that this man comes into contact with would dare question his name being actually Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> I was like, why not just, you know, 
Edgar Poe? Like, why did they have to? <laughs> oh, be- because his his coworker's a jerk. His coworker no, set but, him up. I mean, like when when they're like you know checking in security oh, and they stuff, just be like, oh yeah, name. just be like, oh, this is Edgar Poe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's true. You don't need to say the whole name, <laughs> but but it's a com- but that part's the comedy, yeah. so that's why they do it. So it's they just do it joke. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So they could they you're right. They could have easily just said, "Oh yeah, this is Edgar A. Poe <laughs> or Edgar Poe." Yeah, <laughs> they don't have to say the full. <laughs> I didn't even think about that in the moment. That's hilarious. <laughs> By oh, the way, man. I love. Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> we're, we are going to pray every time before we have a meeting. And this, and then we're going to have a conversation about why I have. If if Edgar Allan Poe is so famous, why haven't I heard of him? Hey, has anyone heard of Edgar Allan Poe? You're in a room by yourself. I know you're in a room by yourself because everyone's working from home. No one has heard of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Ben Kingsley is amazing in this movie. Yeah, he was. He was really funny and this is probably my favorite character in this movie <laughs> yeah and there was i mean i was surprised by the star cast that they had because like chulto yeah. edge of four and um and hathaway was enough but then they even brought like dule hill playing ben his half brother yeah ben stiller and then, like uh, i think oh is her name mindy she's oh yeah yeah he, she was in here too as a guest star yeah so that was pretty cool. It's just like I felt like every time there was a Zoom meeting, I was like surprised, like, oh hey, it's that person. Oh yeah, it's that person. So <laughs> Yeah, that was really well done. But I always thought it was just funny that whenever you saw these um relationships that popped that popped up or that were they had these moments where they'd say like, Oh, how are you doing? How's your relationship? And the guy would say, Oh, me and Auntie figured out that we apparently hate each other. Or with Mindy, she was like, they were saying, oh, yeah, her her relationship went terribly. And then when Anne Hathaway runs into her friend later, and she's like, oh, how how are you doing? And the woman's like, oh, my girlfriend was apparently stealing from me. So, you know. And I was just thinking to myself, yo, this, this movie does not want quarantine relationships to work at all. Everyone's just talking about how their relationship is terrible in this movie. Yeah. That's so funny. I don't know about mm. you, but I haven't heard about anyone breaking up during quarantine. <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, oh, it happens. That's unfortunate. <laughs> just, just, yeah. I mean, happen, different people living with each other. I mean, I think the divorce rate even, like, went up um, during, like, um, during quarantine. Or I think they were saying, like, in general, breakups were, I'm were sure. going up. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. But I just personally haven't heard anyone have a breakup, so... Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, but no, so I thought that that was kind of interesting. But um, yeah, and then, oh yeah, I, I had my note down here. Yeah, people in the building should have been wearing masks, which we already talked about. Um, but the whole thing with like their progression towards the end of the movie, did you buy it? Did you buy the fact that the two of them could like kind of re-fall in love with each other? Um, I think I did only because I figured that would happen because they were so like, like they were butting heads at the very very beginning, so it's just kind of like obvious that they're gonna end up getting back together by the end of the movie, almost. Right. I mean, it would have been I I would have been fine if they didn't and they just decided to like maybe they didn't uh, get back together, but 
at least come to have a better relationship with each other. Yeah. No, for sure. I get you there. Um, I think that it could have gone either way for me. If they had ended and they were still like, we're going our separate ways, I think I would have been okay. Mm -hmm. But I found myself actually being all right with them. I felt like I was going to be upset if they stayed together, but then by the end, I think I liked both the characters so much that the fact that they stayed together just was was cool to me because I was like, all right, well, at least I get some type of happy ending. Um, because I slowly started liking them more. I, I think I started off not really liking either of them too much. Um, I thought Edge of Four's character was neurotic and weird, and I thought that um, Anne Hathaway's character was just like too... I don't know the word, but she just came across she came she came across to me wrong but by the time when they were planning the heist and when she's like losing her mind and like trying to plan this heist i thought that scene was so good and hathaway's such a great actress and that scene where she's like i'm not like what are you talking about i'm normal why aren't you being normal he's like you're totally not being normal no no i'm not thinking about doing anything what what do you think i'm trying to do it's it was really well done mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think that Having them, you know, decide together that they will decide in the moment was a cool <laughs> play because then it almost feels like, well, we we don't know what's going to happen until until we see in the moment when they decide that they're going to rekindle their love. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like there's a lot of like those. Um, I think it's a metaphor in that way, but I also think that. Um, some of the other things that are strong about this film are like the little details. For instance, when they get in the elevator and it's like, oh yeah, we had this game that we played where we're, whenever we're in the elevator, we like tell the truth to each other. It's just, you know, it's stuff that's very ancillary and that's people you can easily not care about. But when trying to create realistic characters, like they would have this history. So it's cool to find out about those things in these different moments as they come up and for them to just be, you know, just totally fine with it because for them, it's normal. Yeah, and the heist definitely gave them something to bond over. <laughs> yes, and I think that's what like was the reason why at the end I was buying it, them staying together, because the act of them doing a heist together and actually having a project that they could work on together um, seemed like something that would be strong enough to to bring them back around to one another again. Um, because Edgy of Four never wanted to leave really in the first place, but for her... You could see how she is kind of transforming herself again because she's choosing to go against the job that she hates, but she's not only choosing to like go against it by like quitting or whatever, she's actively rebelling. And they both were rebels in the past. And so it's kind of them retapping into that and it's rekindling that whole feeling and it's making them both feel alive. And the whole argument for why this movie takes place in quarantine is that without quarantine that none of this would have happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely putting them in a situation where they have to trust each other builds the relationship even more. I think that really solidified them getting back together. It's just mm -hmm. the, the, the very fact that in order for any of it to have worked is they would have had to have full trust in each other. There's no way that they could doubt each other for a heist like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They have to have each other's back. Um, backs. I did think it was a little convenient that the guy at the end, the guy who plays, I think he plays Mycroft in um, mm -hmm. the Sherlock Holmes British show. 
uh, which I great actor. I forgot. I was surprised to see him in this as well. But when he showed up and then he was just automatically like, yeah, I'm on your side. We got this. I was like, okay, it's a little too easy. But yeah. the idea is also <laughs> that they're trying to make it seem like regular people are pulling off this really crazy heist and when normal people would not be able to do this. Um, but that was the only part where I was like, okay, now I'm stretching a little too, a little far. Um, everything else I was buying, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that, I, I was really surprised that, that she just decided to tell him exactly the exact truth and then I guess it kind of ruined the the whole trust thing because now they're trusting him and they're bringing this third guy in to their circle of trust that we have no reason to feel like we should trust him uh, and, and we just kind of have to uh, the other thing that bothered me was that when they finally like left with the diamond <laughs> They just mm -hmm. rode away together, and I was like, I thought the whole way for them to get away with it without any questions being asked is to to have him drive the truck with the fake diamond to the airport to be delivered to New York, but he never does that. He just rides away on the bike with her. They do imply that it happens because when they're riding away on the bike, they're riding to the airport. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so they don't take the van like they should have because that's also dumb is that they're not supposed to know each other. So if anybody looks outside, they can see them both getting on the motorcycle together. But mm -hmm. I think at that point they were just trying to get away. Um, but yeah, they do imply that they're taking it to the airport because you see them driving to the airport. The airport's like the last shot at, at night on the over the highway before it fades out. Mm -hmm. And no one's like, why is the van still here? <laughs> <laughs> or where is the company van? <laughs> Right, exactly. So that's a little, that's a little on the the odd side as well. But I mean, overall, I still like found myself enjoying the movie more than I thought that I was going to. Well, I didn't know anything about it, but um, once I started figuring out what the movie was going to be about, it it did surprise me pleasantly. So I do have to say that that the that thing at the end still just kind of like bothered me about the about the heist, and but. You know, it's a it's a small it's a small issue over an overall dislike. It's supposed to be just a a fun little movie, so not supposed to think too hard about it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely have uh, no real strong feelings towards this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of feel like okay, I watched it and it wasn't terrible and. But I'm not going to, it's it's another one of those where I'm not going to be like, oh, you should watch this. Uh, watch it yeah. if you feel like it. <laughs> yep. I think uh, I 100% agree. It's there. It exists. If some of you can put on, if you want to see these actors, there are some really good actors in this movie. And Edgeo 4 and Hathaway are both great. So if you want to see them in a movie together, go ahead and check it out. But other than that, you know, it's okay if you miss it. It's a lot of dialogue. Pretty much. <laughs> Basically. Character yeah. piece, so it's gotta <laughs> be. But I think that's about it for me. Is there anything else you wanted to add for this? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, so we're going to go ahead and call it there. So, But did you guys see the movie? What did you think about it? Whatever you thought, go ahead and leave us a comment below. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe. But even if you don't, though, I've been Chris, and this has been... Cheryl, we'll see you next time.